Warehouse. Welcome to this episode 236. I'm here with David and David. Just me. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just heard the you just heard the the the, the vocal the vocal view. Ah, I can't even explain uh how I hit the brakes with my with my <laughs> mouth. Is what I was yeah, yeah. There's a record scratch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're coming back from another bad, 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 like, bad, bad, bad really result. Really bad. Uh, really bad yeah, result. I, Against Minnesota, uh, a 3-0, uh, or yeah, a 3-0 loss to them. Um, and not just that it was a bad result, it was a horrendous performance. Um, I would say the worst game we've had all year. Yeah, for sure. I think the worst game that we had all year. I, this is certainly one of those ones where you you look at it and it's like nothing went right for the galaxy or, or really what it was is it wasn't so much that nothing went right for the galaxy is that they did everything wrong in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You really couldn't call this up to luck no. like or, or like things weren't working out for them. They like what was not working out was them. Yeah. What, one thing that I said um, in the, in the, uh, you know, while we were uh, live tweeting the game is the galaxy tends to let a lot of teams off the hook and they don't punish them for the mistakes and they get punished a lot for every, it's what seems like almost every mistake that they make. Um, but they just make it easy for teams to, to punish them. And that was so evident in this game. I mean, you have, you have a team that is, has got a guy and they would not shut up about this on the broadcast. Hector Reynoso, the only thing that he's known for is his left foot. And where did the Galaxy leave him open is on his left foot. Uh, I think, um, you know, that first goal, I think, catches him by surprise. Uh, obviously, um, you know, I, I don't think the Klinsman does a great job there. But, uh, you know, they... they oh, that was very poor. Yeah, they, they catch him by the surprise. The second goal, Legette is covering Reynoso. And Reynoso is going... On his right foot, he's going to the right of the goal. Legette overruns him, just completely gets faked out. Reynoso cuts over, has all the time in the world to just curl a left footer in. I mean, it was right in the middle of the goal. Like, that, where is the scouting report <laughs> for this team, you know? Like, where, where, where is it? it? It was pretty ridiculous the way that that, um, that all planned out. But... You know, it is what it is. I'm hoping that this is one of these games that the the players and the coaches, they do that that sort of um what do you call it, Bobby, when they when they do the canned responses and they do the the the, the typical like, "Oh, this is a game to forget." No, this is not a game to forget. No, this is they, a game to remember. They need to remember how bad they fucked up in this game. And post game they didn't they actually didn't act that way. They were very very uh you know difficult. I mean uh, hard on themselves. Hard on themselves, you know I mean? yeah. Yeah, and they were and they were not giving any excuses. I don't I didn't I don't think I heard one excuse from any from Legette or Vanny um or I think that's who that's Yeah, those the are the only two to. guys that talked. Yeah, yeah. Uh well, I yeah. I, th- I think also Sasha Kleshin talked to Nikki K on the broadcast and he kind of yeah, put, I, I he kind of put the team that. on blast. Uh, or he said he said exactly what 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 I had tweeted in that they're letting teams off the hook and they're not punishing the teams for their mistakes and they're making it easy for other teams to punish them. And you know the 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 sad thing is that the the galaxy have become just really really predictable in the way that they attacked. They they come in they 
you know, shuttle it out to the right side. So Araujo makes a play and it's just, it's just too easy to, to defend. And there's, there's not enough guys playing up to par to really punish teams uh, this time around. You know, it's, it's just, it's not looking good for them. And, and as Lewis was saying, I, I was listening back to our last show and, and I, during the show, I disagreed pretty hard with Lewis in that the team seems like they're giving up on Vianney and that the coach is not motivating them properly. And I think that was a, at the time I thought that's a ridiculous thing to say, but now looking at it, the, the way that they played against Minnesota, it really does look like they, they're kind of out of ideas or, or they're kind of either not under, quite understanding what Vanny is asking them to do, or they just can't execute it or have the, you know, the heart or the balls to really like go out and, uh, and grind one out. Like that's what they need to do. They just need to grind a few games out and, and get back to winning ways. Yeah. It's hard to, I don't know. It's hard to figure it out because you don't really expect these individual players to, you know, not care. Right. Um, and, uh, but like it, that's kind of the performance that they're putting on the field, uh, in the last three games, maybe I would say, I mean, there's little, you know, there's, there's, there's sprouts of, 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 uh, of, of, of aggression and, you know, and, and going forward with the ball, but that's only because they go down. Um, it's really hard to understand what the psyche is with this team. And it was very evident to hear Vanny's, uh, disappointment and frustration with the team, uh, at post game. So like, I don't know, it's, it's, I, it's really hard to gauge right now uh, how this what's going on within the locker room and within these with these players and why they disconnect once they're on the field, uh, why they can't just really perform too well. You yeah. know, uh, when they're, when it's when they're when they're pressed hard by teams, it's it's as if they they really break down and have no idea what to do. And we've seen them in the early early in the beginning of the season uh, do little tiki taki things that, you know, and they're able to perform it. They're able to, uh, add those skills, but for some reason it just doesn't seem to connect. Yeah. Um, and, and last week I talked about how it looked like the galaxy was trying to do that again. And they just were doing it in all the wrong places and at the wrong times when they needed to stretch the field, they were collapsing in on each other and, and making these little short passes and, and just really making it easy for Houston to mark them out of the game. I didn't see that with, uh, I didn't see that this time with, um, with Minnesota. I just saw a very disjointed team, just not able to generate anything. And then you know, I you go down so early, two goals. It's you know, Minnesota. All Minnesota has to do is just sit back. Sure, they don't. Ha- they, they, they don't, don't have, have to do to, anything. D- yeah, they don't have to put themselves in danger or in any threat. So you know, and that and that and that makes the game much more difficult for the Galaxy yeah. because then they close in and they park the bus. And I mean, what what's what's the galaxy going to do when, you know, they don't really have I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, I feel like some players need I mean, they try they try to they try to attack the defenders, you know, one on one and stuff, but they tend to always lose the ball or or hold hold the ball one step too long or continue to pass when they should shoot, you know, or take that take that uh, that that um, that moment to just just try it, you know, just try to get that 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 shot in. Uh, but it just doesn't seem to be, you just can't do that to a team that's parking the bus like that. They're already up. They're fine. Right. They're fine. They, um, they don't have to do, they don't have to put themselves out there as, as you said. Yeah. The one, the one thing, Oh, sorry, go on. 
I was just gonna say real quick. Unfortunately, the, I watched the game at a bar that had no sound, so I was I wasn't able to like vibe what was going energy wise. So for me, it seemed like I don't know. It just seemed like the galaxy just were ghosts or like you know ghosts of themselves. Like they just weren't there. Uh, I think that was that's actually a good description of what it was like on the field in Minnesota. It's it's not that they were particularly tired. I don't think that, you know, obviously you go from L.A. to Minnesota, you know, the, the third game in eight days. Yeah, sure. That's tough. But I mean, you know, you have guys that should they're, they're coming back from injuries or coming back from international duty and you should be able to put put together a good performance or a better performance than that against a team like Minnesota. Um Everybody that was on the Jonathan Klinsman train, I think, jumped off. They ditched pretty quickly uh, after he kind of, you know, had two poor performances in a row. Um, I thought that Samuel Grancier was kind of in and out. There were times where I would forget that he was in the game, except for that uh, that offside call that um, he definitely left Ethan Finley onside for for the third goal. Um, but that, to me, is just a, a sign of a team that is out of ideas and they're frustrated and you know i don't know if it means they're frustrated with themselves if they're frustrated with their the, the sort of luck or the mistakes the fact that they keep making mistakes and and letting teams punish and it's not even the good teams that are punishing them it's the like middle of the road or oh, yeah. subpar teams that are punishing them. So what's going to happen when they play in Seattle? What's going to happen when they play in Kansas City? What's going to happen when they go you know when they have to play a playoff game? you know, this is not going to fly. Um, and I know a lot of people are saying that the, the Galaxy are in danger of missing a playoff spot. I, I again, I it, I find that really hard to see. If we keep seeing more performances like they did in Minnesota, I think, yes, that's obviously they're going to miss well, the playoffs. I mean, I'm pretty sure like in two more games, losses, like if we lose the next two road games, then it's, I feel like we're, we're, yeah, we're in peril. We're there. Like it's, it's literally there yep. where we're almost like, I don't know if we'll have, the strength or the skill to be able to win the following games, just to climb right back up to, to, to hit the last spot. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Let me ask you guys something here. What the hell? Yep. Let me ask you guys something. If at the beginning of the season, we Couldn't knew resist. that there was a rebuilding project happening. We knew that almost the entire starting lineup was going to be new, right? We had a whole bunch of players coming in. We had chemistry. We knew that we were going to have chemistry issues. We knew that we we're going to have, you know, the, those roadblocks because a new philosophy was coming in. Is this just a case of, look, is this an epic meltdown from the Galaxy from what we saw in the first half of the season? Or is this MLS just kind of evening out saying, eh, this is exactly where the Galaxy belongs? Yeah, I think we had talked about how this might be the the leveling of MLS. Um, I also think that they're kind of where we, they're, they're still considering that they're in fourth place. They're still above where a lot of us expected them to be in, in the beginning of the season. And I think that the the expectations change because of what a good start they had. Uh, to, to you know, and they, they you know, like like you had said, they met their goal in their their point total and everything. So it's it's interesting to see kind of how um, I mean, obviously, over the course of a season, you see more evidence of what this team is and and your expectations change. Um, 
I think this is just MLS evening out because as you see, even the teams that we expected to be good were bad at the first half of the season are now starting to kind of, you know, crawl their way back up. There's, you know, I, Seattle has definitely hit a lull. You know, they're not flying. They're not running over the league the way that everybody expected them to after the first four games of the season. Um, and so I think that that it's yeah, it is a leveling out. I don't think this is a, you know, a massive regression. I think this is where they always were. I think they overperformed in the beginning of the season. What do you think, Bobby? Um, I don't think they overperformed. Well, I mean, they overperformed in the beginning of the season in when it came to our expectations coming from a, a horrible year the pri- uh, the year prior. Um, again, and I've already said this uh, kind of a few times, but I believe it, it's it's just the way MLS is. I mean, we yes, we were we were we're in we've been in third and fourth place pretty much the entire season, but that also not just because they were good in the beginning or you know we we we're bad now that's also that also is that also comes to to the equation of because how all other teams have, have performed throughout the season yeah you know we've been lucky lucky because of that you know if if i mean if there were more teams that performed as well as seattle the or or new england as they how how they played the majority of the season i mean it'd be very very different um i'm not sure if we would be you know above the playoff line if we performed the exact same way yet with other teams being better um so i mean it's just how mls is um i believe the galaxy is where they i expect them to be in the sense of um trying to figure themselves out in the first year um you know there's there's glimmers of hope and there's moments of frustration and pulling your hair out uh but that doesn't surprise me for a revamp year, um, to be honest, and especially with I don't know how many new players in this team. Yeah. It's, li- I, it's a shit ton. It's like seventy so, or eighty percent. Yeah, difference. That's and, a that's a huge that's a huge turnover, and that's a big ask to. Yeah, and many players that's never played in MLS. Right, you know? but yeah, well, <laughs> it's funny you said that. It's like, yeah, there's there. That seems to be the narrative, right? Is that this team has not had their full team together, their full squad, their best 11 together for any, you know, significant length, length of time. So you have a majority of the year, even, even to have like that many training sessions with the full squad. But like, to me, that doesn't matter. You're, you're, you, you've played soccer before. You understand how to play the game. Yep. You understand how no, to sure. play your position. You understand that a mistake is a mistake. You can't leave the top scorer of a team by himself on his left foot, the, his strong foot, to just shoot the ball because you're going to get beat. One, you know, more. You you let that happen more than once, you're going to get beat. And you know, and luckily for the Galaxy, they've just been caught too many times with their hand in the cookie jar, and they well, have to they have to figure that out. Well, it's their inexperience and focusing into the game, you know, like they lose focus and they get confused. But again, like they're not, they're, you know, they're humans, but they also understand how the game is played and that the game is 90 minutes. You know, they, they, they can't switch off like that. You know, I thought we were done with the raw filters of the world of, or at least on the galaxy, you know, but, but it seems like even some of the, the guys that you expect to perform uh, or have high expectations for seem to be going through some of that. So, you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's a I lot mean of I'm change. just saying, 
I mean, I'm just saying I'm not in any bandwagon of like kicking anybody off of the team just yet. It's ridiculous. No. It's too soon. It's the first year. You I mean, know? You know. But of course, I can be critical. I could be yeah. very critical about you know how things are how things are panning out or how, players how Jonah's playing how Cabral is yeah, playing how Cabral is playing yes yeah, abs- yeah. absolutely but I'm not <laughs> but on, again what... I'm not on the um, go on Lewis no go, go um, finish your thought please I think I did actually I think I was just words were coming out yeah. <laughs> okay um, I, I think that's the frustrating part is that at the beginning of the season we weren't looking good. It wasn't that we were a right. Remember, like, remember when I said we didn't deserve to be in first place? Right, right. Okay, and 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 I I stand by what I said at the time because at the time the difference between what the Galaxy are doing now and the, what they were doing in the beginning of the season they weren't flying high as far as like hey they look really good on the pitch right they you know they're 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 moving the ball they're fluid everything is perfect they have moments they had a half. You know, um, they just found a way to, to win. And I said this at the beginning of the season as well. No matter whenever we were down, no matter how we were playing, I never felt out of the game. This team is going to fight back. This team can crawl back and this team can get results because that was the pattern. They dug deep. They had heart. They played with this sense of urgency and purpose that we are not losing any game, right? We, we said... Or Vanny said, you know, one of the goals was to not lose two games in a row. And they, up until a couple months ago, they they had it. They they had done it. They they mm-hmm. they they found ways to get results, right? So the frustrating thing is that you're not necessarily playing any worse. You're just not getting the results anymore. And the sad thing is, is that you may not have had your best starting eleven at any point in the season, but you still manage to get results during those times. And now, as time has gone by and you've had time to work on your chemistry and you've had time to understand this new system and understand what is expected of you and players are not coming in, uh, new players are not coming in every week, now all of a sudden, you can't find results. It kind of seemed like it should have been the other way around, right? And that's the frustrating part is that as time went by, you should have gotten better, and you didn't. Yeah, that's how things usually work. Right, how and it and work. it's not. It's not, and that's why it's like, oh, why? How? Why is it that they're regressing like this? Because there's really no reason for them to regress, right? If as long as you're still playing for each other, you're still playing like brothers, and you're still willing to fight for every ball, you're hustling, you know, for ninety minutes. Maybe you don't look good, but you're saying to yourself, "We're not losing this game." How many times have we come out flat? Either in the first or second half, where it's like, like you put the majority your, of the yeah, games. <laughs> and that's like, why hasn't that problem been fixed? How many times have we heard Vanny say, "Well, we had possession, but once we got in the final third, we weren't quick enough." Right? You've said this multiple times. Why hasn't this been fixed? Why is it still the same problem? Why have you not got better here and allowing teams to figure figure you out? Like, okay, we know how to beat them. Now we know how to beat them. Like, all we have to do is stay organized in the back. They're not going to break us. Yeah. They're not going to break us. We're going to counter, and that's it, right? I mean, it's just it, – it's it's frustrating that this team has – didn't hit the other gear when everything said that they should have. And all signs pointed to that they should have been in another gear. And um, that's the frustrating part, that well, they are but- now regressing. And the way they're playing, I 
do see it's very possible. In fact, I think it's very likely that they're going to miss the playoffs. And again, for what it's worth, at the beginning of the season, because I had no knowledge of what to expect from this team, I had them missing the playoffs. I had nothing to go on. And if they do miss the playoffs, let's say they're, they just miss it in eighth. That's exactly where I would have predicted them. But instead of saying, okay, well, you know, it's year number one, like it happens, that's where probably should should have been. And you you learn from this and you go into season number two with the same, you know, core of players and you build on, you had something to build on. All of a sudden I'm saying to myself, you, you had a meltdown. You had a chance of making the playoffs and much more. Uh, you had something, you had a chance to do something special this season. And you just decided not to play this or decided to regress the second half. And, you know, now an eighth place finish is, is a disaster. Um, and of course it's frustrating knowing that you could have done something special. And I guess there's still time for you to do it, but um, time is running out and the schedule doesn't get any easier. If you're in must win mm-hmm. games situation, like at the end of the season, you have to remember you're playing Kansas City and Seattle on the road. This doesn't get any easier. And honestly, I'm saying it right here. The Galaxy are missing the playoffs. Nah, I don't think. I'll put it down. I'll, I'll put a bet on it. I'll put a real legitimate bet. They, they won't miss the playoffs. Because I don't see them, get, get, I don't see them crawling out of this hole. I, I, they, I, if you can't beat Houston at home, there's a problem. Yeah. Why in the world? Let's get out of September. I think once we get out of September, we'll see the picture is going to be very clear. But and I also said that September is the make or break. This is going right, to show Which is, that's what, is going to that's what David's saying. That's, that's what, what David's I'm saying, saying also. Yeah. I'm agreeing well, with you. September is make or break. It's, but it's not going to be. I, I'm not ready to say they're going to miss the playoffs. Like, you know, like put it down, mark it on the calendar. That's, I don't think that's the case. Um, you know, something that the Legette's post game comments were really interesting to me. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to listen to him, the list, but when he came on the, the, you know, to talk to, to the media, he was very reserved and very just like dejected sounding. And as he got into it a little bit more, he, he sort of talked his, his, his mood went up a little bit, but he came in just very dejected. And that worried me a little bit because, you know, you you should come in angry to that press conference, you know. Uh, and and I think some of the stuff that Legette said were the things that you say when you get handed a loss like that and are now slipping down the, the, the standings of, of, of the league. You know, he said that they they talk about this in the locker room. They need to play hungry like the other team has their food that they need to play like like animals and just fend for the lives. I don't see that. I don't see that from this team. They need to show me that. that. But don't that's, tell me. Don't tell but, me. Show me. That's what but, they were doing but, in that first half, though. It, was, right, it wasn't right. like... They I, need I'm to get back to that. Good. They need to get yeah. back to that. So who's the one in the locker room that's putting that motivation out? If you're coming in and you're acting dejected like that, how are you in the locker room? You know, you should be on people's asses to get their shit together. And we don't know whether they do or not. But to me, that's not what, you know, Legette should be one of the leaders in this team. Um, I know that Chicha's probably out there, you know, getting on people's cases. And maybe, I'm not sure who else, you know. But again, the lack of leadership in the team is, I think, kind of 
the thing that's biting them in the ass. Um, but with that being said, Lewis, since you were not expected uh, to, to come on the show, <laughs> you dropped in as a, a, a surprise here. Um, I'll ask you this first. Um, given the way that they played in Minnesota and looking at the schedule going forward, who is the highest, highest rated player? This guy. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, my phone oh. was muted. Um, <laughs> that, that's funny. Um, Minnesota, the Whoever highest... listens to Balls and Beers, you know, no, there's a just... link in there. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the highest rated player? Who is Actually, the highest rated player? If you have not looked, don't look now. No, uh, no, I'm not looking. Who um, is the highest rated player? Oh, how, how tough is that? Um, I, honestly, I, I want to say... I want to say Grant Sear did what he could. I want to say Grant Sear tried. It just wasn't really clicking because nobody else was really, you know, doing much of anything. Um, nobody scored, so nobody can get that. That bump. Yeah, no one can get the bump. No one can get the assist bump. Uh, defense lit in three goals, so that eliminates them. Um, I, don't, I, I think, honestly, I think... Grand Sears is the only one that really stands out to me. Bobby? Um, highest? Highest. Yeah, I think I would have to go with Grand Sears as well. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, you know... It, I, so this I, is what that feels like. Yes. As I mentioned <laughs> earlier, as I mentioned earlier, Grand Sears, um, for chunks of the game, I forgot he was on the field. Um, except for when he left Ethan Finley onside for the third goal. Um, I thought that uh, Ryan probably could have had a better game. Legette could have had a better game. I thought Kleshin, when he came in, or uh, sorry, Kleshin started. Uh, I thought Kleshin was the only one playing with heart. I thought that he had a really excellent game. Um, the highest rated player is a tie between Samuel Grancier and Ryan Revelosin. Um both had a 7.5. Uh, Legette had a 7.3. Who is the worst-rated player? Um, oh, well, that has to be Klinsman. Yeah, it has to be Klinsman. It's Klinsman. Yeah. <laughs> Klinsman yeah. got a 4.6, which is the lowest score I have Yeesh. ever seen. That is on pretty low. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. I think anybody who was on the Jonathan Klinsman train, like I said, they jumped off a long time ago. Like, like, I don't know. Like, like in a movie where people jump off a train. Like the next game. I mean, like literally the next game, the following game he played. They're like, we're out. Uh, so we hope that Jonathan Bond gets better real soon. Is it really his fault? Every keeper has ups and downs. And yeah, I don't think everything was completely his fault. I definitely call the first goal his fault for sure. The second goal too. He he could have come out better uh, on that first goal. Uh, I mean, on the third goal. I mean, yeah, he got left out to dry and they thought he was, they thought that Ethan Pinley was offside, but he should have done better. Um, you, you could do things to make that shot more difficult. And it was just too easy for, for Finley. This is another, well, this is another frustrating thing about this team is that, you know, um, going back to what I said about, look, Vanny has said, we haven't played with intensity. We come out flat. It hasn't been fixed. Uh, we 
we need to be quicker on the ball. We, we, we hold it too long. We're just not quick enough to, to be de- uh, defenses. It hasn't been fixed. Um, we are now at a point where we thought we were going to see some change in the defense because Vanny got really, really mad about a month ago um, about the way the, the, the defense uh, was performing. And we haven't seen any improvement. In fact, it's gotten worse since Vanny made that claim or since Vanny said, we need to fix something. Nothing's been fixed. The only adjustment that you really have made is the uh, Hamalainen pretty much replacing Viafania. It's the only change that's come up. Everything else has been exactly the same. And unfortunately, Sega Kulabali has kind of really regressed. A guy that we were really high on you know, in his first few games. Now, all of a sudden, I think we said it last week, you know, is having some real Michael Siani vibes, right? Like he's just getting beat. He's definitely the weakest link in that defense right now. And Derek Williams, um, I, I think he was out for the, I think he was out for the Minnesota game, if, if I'm recalling correctly. Um but Derek Williams, here's here's another guy who, again, we were high on the first few games and, for lack of a better term, has been neutered ever since that suspension. Just hasn't been the same player. Hasn't been that same aggressive, hard-nosed, you know, enforcer that, you know, you better not come up the middle. You come up the middle, you're going you're gonna to regret it, right? He's just been so timid and just not the same player. And... All these little things just add up, and it's kind of like the perfect storm. And that's why it feels like it's 2020 all over again because nothing is going right for the galaxy anymore. Um, I mean, I would never call anything like 2020 ever, but I see what you're trying to say. Well, I mean, no, I mean, I get it. Like this team is doing significantly better than 2020, and I, I, I get it. Um, but the last few games have just been head scratchers like it just doesn't really make any sense you you look at the way that they're playing you look at the body language you look at just everything it seems like you're watching a game from last year like you know a complete contrast from the first half of the season right you put 2020 well behind you you know can see it barely see it on the rearview mirror you're going forward we were all high on this team it doesn't make any sense that they've made a complete u-turn and and headed and heading back into a a territory that they've been trying to get out of for, you know, the better part of five seasons. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I have no real explanation as to why that's happening. And it's, and I'm not on the Vanny out train. I mean, I, I know some people are already calling for Vanny to be fired, that's, which is that's, that's ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, 100% ridiculous. You have zero case for this, but, um, we know that Vanny is a good coach. He's he's proven it. And we saw what he was he's capable of doing even with this team. I don't know. I I again I I don't know what goes on in that locker room. I don't know what goes on in these players' heads, but I have to feel that there is this is all psychological at this point. I, I still stand by the whole we reached our goal in the first half, we overachieved, and I think they felt that they were done. I, I have no other explanation. After that happened, it, it's it's been all downhill. 
Uh, well, let's hope that they, um, you know, they, they have to figure it out. They really, really just have, have to, to do it Sunday. Out. Yeah. They have to do it. They have to do it. So okay. the, the, is that a segue to, the only to thing, Sunday's game? <laughs> okay. Well, the only thing that, that let's I, segue okay. to. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Lewis. Well, Sunday's game. It's against Austin. You're on the road. It's the first time your um, uh, Galaxy will be in that stadium. The only game this year that you had a complete game, like from start to finish, was against Austin. The problem is you were at home, and it was still early in the season, right? So you had a completely different team that you're what you're witnessing right now. That's the only encouragement that you have. Forget about records. Forget about form, right? I mean, you couldn't beat Houston at home. So why would you think that you can do any better against Austin on the road? It doesn't really make any sense. So I, if you want optimism, this is the team that you had your most complete game in. So there's your hope right there. Um, now the Galaxy just has to, you know, walk through that door. Um, I know they're frustrated. I know they're upset. They have to be. Um, but that doesn't mean anything if, if you know, the results aren't um, happening on the field. So um, yeah. I honestly, uh, I, I, it's sad for me to say this because, again, I made a 180. Um, and I have to go by what I'm currently seeing on the field, where once I had so much faith in this team, they've taken it away. Um, and I'm right back to not quite square one, but I'm pretty close. And I, this is definitely a winnable game. Um, Houston was a winnable game. Um, the next couple games are a winnable game. Um, oh, I'm sorry, winnable games. Um, but... I don't know. I mean, it's up to them, right? Um, if you're looking past this Sunday's game, you got the, the midweek game against RSL. That's on the road. That's your final game in September before you have the big sh the last showdown against LAFC. You have about a little over a week break before you're at home to Portland. It's a tough game, but you're at home. Then you go to Houston. Houston has had your number, apparently, and going into Houston – I can't remember the last time we won in Houston. I'm going to have to look that up before that game. Um, Dallas, that's a winnable game. Uh, then you have your Kansas City and Seattle, both on the road. Those are losses. Let's just say it. Those are losses. Uh, before having to beat – oh, I'm not beating. I'm sorry. Before having uh, your final game against Minnesota, which probably will, should be some sort of must-get-a-result. So there's winnable games here. But there are winnable games in the past five games as well. Yeah, and, and they, failed, so, they failed to yeah. do that. So right now, this team has not earned my faith from this point on. I, it, they're they're going to have to re, like, I mean, you know, obviously their season doesn't rely on me, but as for me personally, um, they're going to have to regain that faith that I once had in them because right now I, I don't see it. Unfortunately, I see them laying another egg um, in Austin. And we're going to hear the same excuses. So. Mm. If if the Galaxy go out and win, you know, 3-0, 4-1 or whatever, um, how are you feeling? Not oh, good, huh? <laughs> that yeah, he's good. asking you, Lewis. Yep, I'm asking you. You're the, the one, yeah, you're, you're the one that... Uh, whole, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, I'll be happy about it. And I hope that that's a 
you know, a step in the right direction and they, you know, regain their footing. And they take that momentum going forward, going uh, into uh, into Utah and um, going into the LAFC game. But because I, I, really I, I think I really do think they're one game away from you know you know one really big big performance like that uh, from for sort a of big switch for yeah for well, taking the I big mean, switch. The, the the thing that we had said in the beginning of the season, and I think we were all in agreement, especially. Me, uh, Bobby and I, and I'm sure David fell in this category as well. One game isn't going to impress me. You're going to have to be consistent. You know, you have to be consistently winning. And as I said, in the first half of the season, you were. Um, even when you weren't getting the three points, you fought back. You were consistently getting results and you were consistently being competitive. You are now consistently not doing any of those things. So, a four to one victory or, you know, a, a com- another complete game would be like, okay, well, you, you literally had two complete games that are both against the, the, the worst team in the Western conference. That's not going to impress me anymore. Mm. I hope that it, it I, I hope it builds your momentum. I hope it wakes you up. I hope it snaps back, you know, the, the way you were playing in the first half, but one game isn't going to do it for me. You're going to have to, you're going to have to gain that momentum, uh, again, through, uh, consistency but you're gonna have to show it the other way around because right now it's not happening so no one game is won't change my opinion on that especially against a team like austin all right well bobby how do you feel going into austin oh man my opinion would change completely no going into austin um look at uh i don't know right now i can't really tell you how i feel about this team because this last game was was hurtful man you know <laughs> um it was pretty hurtful uh you know like it's, it's something you didn't expect it's like it's like you're sitting at home waiting waiting to get picked up waiting for those flowers and then you show up all drunk with mm-hmm. your fucking you know with everything all disheveled it just kind of felt that way um so it's really hard for me to feel confident in the galaxy this upcoming game i mean <laughs> Of course, I want to go on default being like, yeah, of course, it's Austin. They're going to be better. We're a better team, blah, 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 blah. But that hasn't really mattered in the last few games. So I'm not feeling so optimistic. I do believe that this team can still pull pull a win out. It just depends on how they're feeling, what's going on with them. Um, yeah, I'm not sure really how it's going to go, but I hope we get a win. <laughs> of course. Um, yeah, I, I, I need to see how they perform more than anything. If they get a, you know, if they, if they get a, a big win and they don't look great, then I think I'm still, you know, very apprehensive. I'm if, not they expecting perform that. Well, if they perform I'm, well and, and they yeah. look like they've, they've closed up a lot of their, their issues. Like if the chemistry just starts clicking, you know, like that's what I'm waiting to see is, is more of a, a cohesiveness on the field. Yeah, that, That's what I, I want to see. That. I don't think it'll be a night and day, uh, at least at this Austin game. Yeah. I don't really think it's going to be that if, way. Unless Austin, unless Austin sucks like completely and makes us look incredibly if it is, fantastic. But, but Right. I mean, but if it is, sometimes that's how teams work, right? Is that they they look bad, they're trying to figure stuff out, and they, they, they continue to fail and fail and fail until suddenly something clicks, and then boom, everything just works, you know, starts well, falling into place, a, right? 
if there's a game for that to happen, it's this one, and they really should take advantage. Yeah, of yeah. That. and then they need to prove it click, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I really need them to click against Austin. So, uh, real quick, before we go, um, I did want to get your guys' opinion um, on the newly announced League's Cup. So, uh, this joint venture that MLS and Liga MX has been uh, sort of hanging over everybody's heads is looking like it's finally going to come to fruition. Uh, the League's Cup is changing the format. Um, in 2023, every MLS team, every Liga MX team is going to participate in a tournament for one month. Uh, the League is going to pause. Both leagues will pause. The winner of this CCL gets an automatic berth into the round of 16. And I believe the other top two finishers get a berth in CCL beside, you know, and that's beside the MLS Cup winner and the Liga MX winner and the U.S. Open Cup and Canadian Championship. So how do you guys feel about this? What can only be described as a, a World Cup style League's Cup tournament happening in 2023. I'll go first because I know Luis has a lot to say. Um, I'm not – I'm okay with it. I'm not against it completely. I mean, where is it in the the middle? Is it directly in the middle? I I don't know. I don't know when they're going to hold it. I I would imagine – I think my opinion opinion would change whether it is in the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, But uh, I don't know. I'm not – I know there's going to – there's a lot of hate about it, um, but I'm not – so negative on it, but I'm also not so crazy about it. But you know, it's it'll be an interesting thing. It'll I, I hope it brings some kind of excitement. I mean, I hope they don't eat our lunch, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it will. I think it will be a, a lunch eating for the first few years, and what's really yeah. going to have to change is salaries and the salary cap is really going to have to to make a a significant uh, change if if MLS teams are going to compete with these league MX teams. Um, and and yeah, I think you're right, Bobby. In in that, it probably I'll probably have a different opinion of it depending on where it is. If it's like a month before the playoffs start, I would be really like, oh, "What no. the fuck are you guys mm-hmm. doing?" If it's no, no. if it's a month <laughs> into the season, or you know, it says that the 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 leagues are going to pause, so I would imagine this would be during the season at some point. If it's in the summer, it's already congested congested with the international breaks. And all and you know all of that, and if we're talking about every MLS team is going to compete, like those rosters have to be significantly bigger and significantly better, and the quality of the teams have to, has to be such. Um, I mean, you know, that's twenty twenty three is is around the corner. It's not very far off in terms of building out rosters and figuring out the mechanisms of how all this stuff is supposed to work. So, um, I think it's going to be a struggle in the first few years, but. If anything else, it's gonna, it you know, it's it's gonna be billed as a meaningless tournament. I think comp- competition-wise, yes, it'll be meaningless. Nobody's gonna care about winning League's Cup, um, you know, compared to MLS Cup or compared to you know the Apertura and the Clausura. But where it's gonna where it's gonna benefit over the course of the next you know maybe ten years if it continues that long, is the quality of both um, leagues is gonna go up. And the quality and the level of competition between each of those leagues is going to go up. And I think the player exchange is probably going to be there, too, where you're going to see a lot of 
uh, players that don't really get scouted by Liga MX teams and, and vice versa. You know, some of the guys on the lower rungs of these Liga MX teams, you could probably bring in and have them be real difference makers in MLS clubs, at least at the beginning of it. So I think that overall it's probably going to be in the long run, you know, better. Um, but, you know, it's it, it is what it is. It's it a almost, money grab. It also... It'll well, yeah, but it also bring a lot, a lot, a lot more eyes into yeah. uh, view when it comes to both leagues. Because there's a lot of people that live in in the United States that just care about their Liga MX stuff. You know what I mean? Right. They don't care about MLS. So like that'll bring more of those viewers in there. So I mean, it's, it, I don't, I don't see it as a bad thing, unless they treat it like shit and it doesn't grow. Wait, Lewis, the chime in here. Um, I think you guys kind of said everything. Um, and I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of with Bobby here in that I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. And I think what I don't follow the least cup right now as it is, because it is a meaningless tournament. You don't get anything. Um, but the fact that you now have a, um, you know, CCL birth on the line, um, it makes it worthwhile. Um, and yeah, it depends on how you want to schedule this. Um, Mexico will not be playing in their league between, you know, May and August because they follow the FIFA calendar. So I can't imagine that they would either finish their season early or, uh, start their season late. So I'm probably looking at, unfortunately, like September or um, maybe even October. So yeah, I think this might be one of those things where it's like, hey, you might be going... So close to playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Um, because if you're looking at the summer... Do it yeah, in February. Well, yeah, right? <laughs> the thing is, is that you would have to have like... Honestly, I, I kind of believe that um, if there was going to be anything, I would say maybe, see, but that wouldn't make any sense either because Mexico has a playoff system. So if you were to do it in April, they, they would be in the middle of the playoffs or if not going right into the playoffs. So one way or the other, one league is going to get really screwed here. Um, yeah. and one league is going to be very, very unhappy about the scheduling. Um, if it is during the summer, um, Mexico would be in the off season. So they would be upset. Um, same thing if it starts in January, MLS would be upset. Um, overall, like I said, I I I want to hate it, but I don't. I want to <laughs> like, it. I want to like it, but I don't. Um, I'm really on, like right in the middle. Um, I like the idea, um, but yeah, I, I just want to see how it plays out because right now I think it's kind of a, you know, it's a money grab. Um, any new tournament, any new thing that you you know, put out there is now literally just a money grab. Um, and so, um, I know that especially in the first year, this is probably going to get a lot of viewership. Um, and especially in the States. So as far as business, why business wise, I don't think this is uh, a bad idea. I, I think it's going to be pretty lucrative, um, at least in the first season and depending on how it plays out. And like I said, the, the, scheduling and what you guys said um mls probably has to get really serious about the roster building they're probably gonna have to increase the salary cap um you know um i think 
starting lineups. MLS probably has an edge there because MLS does have quite a bit of stars in their in their first teams with within you know their playoff caliber teams. But once you start getting into those twelve through eighteen spots, I mean they just can't compete. They absolutely yeah. cannot compete with with with, uh, with Mexico. So um, that's where it's basically going to uh, be decided. And so yeah, uh, MLS is going to have to change something if they're going to be very serious about this. And yeah, it's going to be interesting how these teams Man. actually take this because yeah, I mean. We know in Europe, and maybe this is what where they're going. We know that in Europe, that winning your league really isn't all that great. You want to win the Champions League, right? There's some teams that is just kind of a foregone conclusion that they're going to win their league, right? You know, PSG is going to win the league. You know that, you know, Madrid or Atletico or well, not anymore, but Barcelona was going to win the league. Um, you know, only a handful of EPL teams were. were legitimately going to win the league that's not what they're built for they're built for the champions league that's what you know that's why they're spending the money that they spend so if they take this seriously you know maybe that's what they're kind of morphing into like hey let's take this seriously let's see who's we know that it's only the united states and mexico that's worth watching that's has the best talent has the most money they're they're the ones that's going to be in the final so um why not have them duke it out and, you know, just do it that way? So will it morph into the, this is more important than MLS Cup or the, uh, you know, the, um, you know, winning the, the league in Mexico? I, we'll see. I, I honestly don't see it happening, but maybe that's the intention. I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to be more important than the domestic leagues, but, you know. It's it, if it's it, if it's marketed, it'll be oh, it'll oh, be I'm entertaining. Sure. It, it, it will, will be it will be very entertaining to see a 36 year old Mbappe playing for Minnesota United against you know Club <laughs> America. I'm down. But I mean, honestly, I think wasn't that one of the selling? I mean, I don't even think we were joking around with this. You know, wasn't that one of the selling points in that like the Galaxy should be winning the Champions League because being on that. The Club World Cup, even if it's not really prestigious, and maybe if it's a joke of a tournament, um, and I and I mean that because of the format and the way it's set up, wouldn't it be great to have the only team that is recognized by the entire world um, coming from MLS and having players like Beckham and Donovan and Keane just kind of be there on the world stage, right? So it kind of goes hand in hand here, you know. If if you know you have these this club that people at some point take seriously. And yeah, what if you do have a 36-year-old and Bobby doing that? That's something that people are going to want to watch. You're going to market the shit out of that. So um, I'm kind of all for that. But again, like how seriously will this tournament be taken? And, you know, how do the players and the coaches feel about having to put in a whole month of another tournament in an already busy, you know, season? And um, I would imagine that by 2023, this COVID pandemic would be somewhat under control <laughs> or more under control. So, you know, what if it's, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, we don't know if another worse variant, you know, emerges and we're right back to square one. Like, does this even get off the ground? And if it does, is it under like these strenuous circumstances? No, there's, so. there's, there's no looking back, man. There's, there's, there really is no looking back. 
Um, actually, yeah, I, I'm glad you brought that up because um, the the is it MLS or the Galaxy announced that the, there's a new uh, policy in place for attending games after what after like late October after the LAFC I, game. I, th- <laughs> I think that's after uh, the LAFC I think game? that's. I think that's a mandate that was passed down to, from uh, to LA County. So this is not MLS. This is okay. LA. So LA County, California, um, requiring either proof of vaccination or uh, negative COVID test within 72 hours for anybody 12 and older um, for uh, to attend to be able to attend uh, games at Dignity Health Sports Park. Um, this, uh, you know, obviously this is probably a little too late. For me, uh, I would have preferred this back in, you know, July, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I guess, uh, you know, they're, they're finally getting mandated to do something. Um, the good news, uh, also the good news that uh, Pfizer vaccine is submitted uh, to get approved for uh, kids uh, from two to two to eleven. Uh, which is great. Uh, five, to so 11, far. five to 11. Is it five to 11? Oh, it is five yeah. to 11. Sorry. Five to 11, which is great news, which, you know, could mean that, um, the, you know, younger kids are, are going to get, uh, be able to get vaccinated soon. Um, and you know, I, I think that's definitely moving in the right direction. So, um, I would have preferred, like I said, I would have embraced this, uh, new policy, uh, for proof of vaccination or proof of, uh, you know, negative COVID test, back in july even if it meant that i wouldn't be able to go <laughs> but still uh I, you know i was fully back vaccinated by the by the first uh full capacity game but um i think that uh that that would certainly make me feel way more comfortable in the stands and i think that would make things uh, start to move along a little bit quicker in terms of getting everybody back uh to normal i think it's a little i mean I think it's going to be kind of half BS in that. Um, I mean, I agree that this, sh- this should have happened earlier um, and much sooner. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that there is a mask mandate for these events. Um, if there is a large gathering um, of, I believe, 10,000 or more. So that's any sporting event, any concert, any sort of theme park. There should be masks. And I'll tell you right now, I see no masks at the stadium. When I'm watching the game, I haven't I haven't gone to a game um, since the summer, but um, I see it on TV. Nobody's wearing a mask. Absolutely nobody is wearing yep. a mask. And, Those and are so, a few. Yeah. So they're supposed to be, and like you're you're expecting these stadium employees to like you know enforce that, and they don't. What what makes me think that they're going to start enforcing these vaccination cards? Like they're not. I think it's just it's going to be there, and they're not going to enforce it, and. I honestly don't even think they're going to care. So it's a, you know, nice idea. I just don't think it's going to going to have any follow through. All right. Well, uh, you know, here, here's the hoping that things actually uh, people do what they're supposed to be doing. Um, but uh, speaking of uh, doing what you're okay. supposed to be doing, speaking of doing what you're supposed to be doing, uh, if you haven't already, check out issue two of our LA is our house community magazine. Um, that is for sale on LAZRouse.com. Uh, we will have some available at the um, October 3rd game uh, for the uh, Donovan and Veiling. That's the next home game. But if you cannot wait, uh, you can go get your issue, order your issue on on our website, LAZRouse.com. Uh, thank you to everybody who has already purchased uh, the, the magazine. We did have a, a pretty good turnout for the uh, the pop-up, for the Blue, White, and Gold pop-up. 
that was held over the weekend. A really good time. Uh, really, again, always wonderful to see everybody uh, supporting each other, the Galaxy community, just sort of um, going out there and, and enjoying each, each other's company for sure, even if it was followed by that crappy performance against Minnesota. Um, you know, at least everybody got to have a good first half of that day. Um, so, yeah, go go check out the magazine. Run, don't walk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, we, we like David said, we're going to have it at the uh, LAFC game at October 3rd. But if you like, you could go ahead and c- contact us on Instagram or Twitter, and we can put a... Issues on hold for you uh, with the depo- with your with your payment because uh, issue one I think we only have twelve no not even I think we have like nine left so if you still want to get uh, issue one that's out of print but we only have nine left so hit us up any last words guys yeah yeah go get issue one yeah. <laughs> I, all I, right guys I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about this at the beginning of the show <laughs> we just went straight into the game yep. yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is a house episode 236. Here, I'm David and Lewis saying goodbye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next week. And this is Bobby. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is our house. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls in Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 